0: Hey, Get your cannabis here. Weed for sale. Come on. It's Massachusetts. Come on down. We've got it for sale. As long as you are over 21 years old, you can now buy cannabis legally in Massachusetts. And you have not one, not two, not three, but four places where you can do it. And people are flocking from all over New England to get in line and purchase legal cannabis in the basement. Welcome to In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, everybody, and we'll get to our very special in-studio guest, Dennis Ozer, in just a moment, but just remember that this podcast is available for you to listen to for your enjoyment on clnsmedia.com. Just click on the Cannabis Leaf and it'll take you right to the In the Weeds podcast. Click on that logo and up we come and enjoy. Enjoy. Now, you can also find a video version of this on theweedtube.com, as well as iTunes and iHeartRadio. As always, this program is supported by our friends at Revolutionary Clinics, now with two locations to serve you, where the patient always comes first in Cambridge. And in Somerville. They're now offering infused beverages at their locations in Massachusetts. And remember, they always have uh, educational nights on their Somerville location and now coming to Cambridge as well. To find out more about Revolutionary Clinics, log on to revolutionaryclinics.org. You can find them at 67 Broadway or 110 Fawcett Street in the Fresh Pond area of the Republic of Cambridge Massachusetts joining me in studio today is someone I'll be perfectly honest I consider him a friend he's a neighbor a friend he is a multi-time cancer survivor we'll get into that in a moment he's also a former professional basketball coach in Europe and was a pretty good playground and also schoolboy player in Brooklyn, New York, where he calls home, and you will be able to tell which one is from Boston and which one is from Brooklyn. Dennis Ozer, thank you so much for coming in today,
1: and thank you for having me, Jim. But you,
0: people have been able right. to do this and use. You know, again, it depends on the strain. You know, you kid a little bit back in the day. You never knew where it was from. Now you know where it's from. Now you know who grew it. Now you know the different strain and the and your expectations about this medicine that you are self uh medicating with you understand that you can actually hey this is going to help my focus i'm actually going to have a better memory of the plays that were called and what i'm supposed to do i hope so that's what they say and that's and
1: that's a that's a little bit of an issue when you go from dispensary to dispensary where that it's really not the same product the same description of the product
0: even though it's the same name, are you finding yeah, like the right. difference between Bruce Banner in uh, at, at Netta and Bruce Banner from? No, because
1: I don't smoke, so That's I don't. Right. Gotcha. But I'll
0: talk about the tinctures
1: there Right. So you go into one, and they have, you know, THC distillate tincture here, or one-on-one, or two-in-one thing. Then you go over to somebody else who tells you, well, they put the terpenes in with the sativas or the or the or the indicas, whatever it is. So there's no really. Wait. Something. So my wife uses- No
0: consistency?
1: Is no that what con- you're saying? Yeah, exactly. No, I'll tell you a funny story. My wife, yeah. who uses CBD oil, and her life has changed. Her sleep patterns, her stress levels, uh, just tremendous. I uh, you know, I wish you could measure what the change was. Yeah. So I ran out of CBD oil, and I went to a different uh, place one day.
0: Okay. And, and I
1: gave my wife the CBD oil. Mm -hmm. And she tells me, she didn't wake me up, but she tells me that that night she was tripping. Because maybe it had some THC in there, you know, because maybe they didn't get rid of, maybe they mislabeled. I don't know. I'm not blaming anybody. Right. But she had a... A A reaction. Yeah, and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't uh, get high. But she... She wasn't ready for it, you right. know
0: what I mean? No, and, I, and again, this is where, that's why, you know, and in the industry, as we talk to people, whether they be uh, growers or they're investing in the companies and, and what have you, it's the consistency that everyone wants. It's why it has, it's getting regulated. And, and when you take an aspirin, you want to make sure that the 81 milligram aspirin that you take is what it's supposed to be. Right, it's supposed to help thin your blood. It's a, It's just a maintenance kind of thing, S- similar to the um, the use of CBD oil, which I take every morning, and that too has to be tested. Um, but it we again. You want the consistency. You want to know where it came from so that you can get the same benefit. Isn't it like coaching people, Dennis? Don't you want the consistency of your athletes on the bench every single time that you put them out there? Of course. But but they're human. But I'm happy to be able to go
1: to all these dispensaries. I don't want it ever to be said. I'm happy. I feel safe going to these places. I'm just saying that... Because of the industry so new right. that it doesn't have this consistent basis and the explanations and so many other people are just jumping into the industry as bud tenders or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not everybody can have all the knowledge.
0: Well, there's so much knowledge. There's so much to learn. And it's unbelievable. And because it's been um, federally controlled and illegal for so long, they have not been able to uh, do the research that they want to do on this particular drug. So uh, in that regard, you know, you were throwing out some terms, 1v1, 2v1. It's almost like a soccer practice. But we're talking about the uh, ratios between the THC, the psychoactive component in the herb, to uh, CBD, which is the uh, anti-inflammatory component in the cannabis plant. Now, in the last week, the United States of America and I'm amazed that this happened as quickly as it happened, has basically allowed our farming industry to start growing hemp. And a lot of people don't understand the difference between hemp and cannabis sativa, which is really the same plant. The difference, of course, is there's less than um, 0.4% THC in the hemp plant. And it's going to have a huge impact on our farming and in our agriculture world which I think is great but if you were just looking at a hemp plant and you were comparing it with another cannabis sativa plant they look exactly the same in the field it's the it's a field it's a field a field of wheat right right and and now they're going to introduce testing of that crop to make sure that your hemp that you're growing does not exceed that 0.4% because That's how they're going to be extracting all their CBD products. They're going to be making other things out of hemp now. I mean, you can make cars out of hemp. You can make houses out of hemp. You can make pen, anything you want out of that hemp uh, product. It's amazing that it's taken this long to get this thing done. First step, in my estimation, of them moving towards full legalization or at least descheduling cannabis from Schedule 1 at least down to Schedule 2, if not totally descheduling it, which I don't think will happen. But I do think it'll move to schedule two. And I think that's going to happen in the next six months. I really do.
1: But all the people, like, you know, there's other people in other states that don't have legalization. Mm-hmm. And they, buy, and I tell them about CBD oil. Mm-hmm. But I can't send it to them, so they, you know, I tell them, go online, and they get all <laughs> Let hemp. Let somebody else sell it send no, it to them. No, right? hemp, hemp products. Tons
0: you know, of them out there. My,
1: and my wife gets them, and she takes them like that, you know, and uh, I've tried them, and I'm not saying that they're... Lesser or more effective and everything like that. Yeah. But I like going to the dispensary. I, you know, I have a VIP card, you know, it's VIP, no, it's, it's just a medical card. But I like... I like. <laughs> you get to
0: cut the line, yeah. though.
1: But right, exactly. Recreational, you, there's no line. You got to pay for, you know,
0: you got to pay to play,
1: so right. to speak. That's right? exactly right.
0: Players only. Players only. Um, we're talking with Dennis Ozer, a cancer survivor. How do you like to be called that? Is that okay? You Not come- anymore. 15 years, I tried to push it to the back. Ask me how I am. How you doing? Present. Ah, present in this day. Live to tell the story. (laughs) Get through the next day. Right. It's like my yoga practice. Present. But you are in terrific condition right now. I mean, you have you own a uh, yoga studio. Let's talk a little bit about hip. What role has yoga played in your life? Um, A big role,
1: I think. A a, a, you know, mindful role. Like uh, my wife opened uh, hip while I was sick. She came home one day. She said. Um, she had been teaching Pilates and uh, training for Pilates. And she said, I was lying in bed. She said, we're going to open up a yoga studio and a Pilates studio. I, But, you know, after she helped me so much, I couldn't fight it. Right.
0: Whatever you say, dear.
1: Almost. Right. <laughs> Do you want to come see it? I said, I guess so. You know, so I got out of bed and it was around the corner from our house. And that was uh, um, almost 13 years ago. Yeah. And we were basically the first, uh, one of the first hot yoga studios in Metro West. There was a couple in Boston, one in Watertown, one in Newton maybe. But we were out there and uh, we've been doing it for 13 years. And um, yeah, it's a mindful approach. I mean, yes, we have an athletic-based yoga program as well, but we do some meditation practice Nothing uh, Nothing crazy. You know, most of it is just yoga. And uh, I like to say, like, it's a, a, a mindful practice compared to, and I'm not saying it's bad, but a lot of the other exercises, you know, with the loud music and, you know.
0: Spinning. Spinning studios are designed for really loud, overwhelming environments. Sounds mindless to me. Yeah. But it's also a great exercise. A great we, exercise. Right.
1: But, but I'm talking about... You know, the young young people now in the chaotic world that we live in, and I'm not talking about politics, but just speed with the Internet and the phones all the time and everything like that. They need to, you know, a couple of times a week, put those things down and get on a mat and just have a magic carpet ride for themselves, you
0: know, listening to somebody else. Now, you know, and I know you've read this in Sensi magazine, that there are yoga instructors out there who are actually running classes that involve cannabis infusion in some capacity before the class and how that can help you even relax even more you i but I, not, I don't but,
1: know i you know i know some people who have who've gone to classes <clears throat> in california and colorado like that mm-hmm. i haven't visited one i just don't you know i'm not sure that's you know if you want to do it that's a, that's a personal thing before you come into practice, I'm sure some of my teachers talk a little bit before they co- they start teaching. i I mean, I don't know. I don't watch their lives, right? You know, and it's,
0: it's legal right now anyway. Uh, legal,
1: but and besides that, they you know the people come and they listen to them, and if if, if they, they do their job, right, do their thing, right? That's right, doing their thing, doing right. their thing, right? <laughs> right?
0: That's the way it works. Um, that, again, hip is spelled just so you know, H Y P. Now I've noticed, and I don't think I've ever asked you this question. And I don't even know what the answer is, so, but I'm going to ask it because this is what I get to do H period, Y period, P period. The hot. Yoga and Pilates. Thank you very much. And, duh.
1: And when, <laughs> and duh. And when people come up and call it hype, you know what I say, there's no hype in hip.
0: Ah, that's right. There's no E in hip. Either. No, it's there's no y- hype in hip. I got gotcha. you. Anyway, I understood the play on words You there. got that. Yes. And what would be the website so people can find out it and find out where it is and all that neat stuff?
1: HYPstudio.com.
0: Boy, that's about as easy as it gets, right? You can find out. HIPstudio.com. Hip we have classes in Wellesley and Needham. And uh, and and very popular amongst my peeps, uh, people that I know that go there on a regular basis and speak very highly of your of your group, your instructors especially. And-, and we have
1: a great Pilates program. And I've I've now because my immune system, and I couldn't go in with a lot of people, so I started doing Pilates a few years ago. Had interrupted from the second transplant, but. You know, for somebody who even I'm 70 years old, I can't deny it, and everything like that. But I kind of moved back to 55, my pre-cancer days. So that's why I say I'm. You ask me how old I am, I say you know, 70 going on 55.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. So I could be 61 going on 12. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You could. <laughs> you could have another bar mitzvah. That's either, right. right. Oh,
0: <laughs> some of my favorite nights uh, were 1972, three, four. And, uh, you know, my significant other thinks I still live in that area. Anyway,
1: I think so, too. Right? I had a, I, I listen, appreciate that. I watched that soccer. We, Jimmy and I, we watch that soccer. Uh, we watch World
0: Cup this summer. World anyway. Cup.
1: Brazil. You put Brazil on. Jimmy's focused in on that game. I know. And I
0: was bummed. I was bummed. that. That's okay. Hey,
1: It's a game. It is a game.
0: And I was, and I, people always ask me, you know, when they find out I I love the game of soccer. And I said, well, what team do you pull for in the English Premier League? I go, "I, I, I, just the team. I just watch for the game. I jogo bonito. I mean, I look for the beautiful game. I want to, I appreciate the beauty of the game, the speed of the game, the athleticism of the players, the fact that they aren't using their hands. You know, we go back to counterculture of the 60s and 70s, not playing an American sport like football, okay, was a way, and I played soccer, you know, again, Jewish mother wouldn't allow me to play American football. You play soccer and you start to uh, appreciate the, the beauty of it when you realize that you can't pick up the ball. You know the saying about, you know how to tell an a uh, European kid from an American kid? You roll the ball to them. Yeah. The American kid picks it up with his hands. The European kid kicks it back to you. Right? Yeah. You know, for
1: me when I went to Europe and you know I was there for 10 years. We both loved Johann Cruyff. Oh, Johann Cruyff, yeah. man, right? But um it was the it was the symphony of the game. Right. So when you know after when they start moving when you go to the game and you start moving up field, it's like building a crescendo till they take a shot on goal. Mm-hmm. And I never at the beginning got into the point of, you know, when they missed, everybody was a- applauding the attempt. Right. But it wasn't just the attempt. What they were was applauding the whole move the up build the up. field, the, the build-up build up.
0: up the field. How many yeah. passes are they stringing together? Right. I mean, to me, it's a beautiful thing when you see – uh 10 12 13 16 passes in a row uh you know almost like a big game of keep away i talk about that with people all the time i said look for the triangles uh it's a moving triangle as they come up and down the field because you're trying to create 3 on 1s to create the space to get the ball around the defense and open up lanes that you could play the ball through and finish and that's what we're losing with the 3 in basketball Ah, now we're going to get into sports a little talk. We can talk about... No, no, no. I I get no problem. I'm just telling you. And it's true. Look, we we both agree about the three-point shot. We remember basketball before there was a three-point shot, first of all. Right. I mean, I remember when the ABA introduced it. Right, exactly. So do you. So um, it's turned the game of basketball... It used to be an outside-in game. Now it's an inside-out game where they are driving to the basket and then kicking it back out to the three-point line... Because the percentages of the shot is so much better now.
1: Right, I understand that. But, you know, you don't get as many passes, sometimes around the perimeter, but you don't get the real back doors and, and other things like that right. that you really watch. You know, when you watch the women's games, some of these women games are really, they play like old-time basketball. Right. They're back and door, they're splitting off the post, right. they're doing things that, you know, double picks and things like that. It reminds you of the old game. The three is great when you have a guy like Curry. I mean, you can't ever deny the greatness of a, of a guy who could shoot like that. Right. And that makes makes it exciting. But when everybody's throwing up threes, it's kind of like taking away from me what basketball I remember. But I'm old, so I understand that. I accept that.
0: And, and I love having an older person in my midst because
1: <laughs> I, <feel, laughs> I
0: feel old, too. You're, but, you're, but,
1: but you're 12, and I'm 55. That's right. I was going to say, I'm
0: 12, and you're 55. So there you go. Um Dennis, if you had uh, the opportunity to get back into coaching now in some capacity, is that something you'd ever look at?
1: No, not now. Not you're not, done. Not, I'm done at this point. No, I'm I'm not done. And I was done after... After a few years in Europe, I was done, and I, I obviously had an opportunity because I used to come in and scout players in California Summer League all the time and New York Summer League and various places like that, and I used to go to some of the pro camps, and um, I would say that um, I'm sorry I missed the opportunity not moving kind to the front office more mm-hmm. or even being um, an agent because I had opportunities to turn my thing in. But, you know, I was coaching, and I liked it. And uh, at this point, uh, I coached uh, a little bit of my son. But, you know, I missed a lot of that opportunity because I was sick. My little guy was a pretty good playmaker. He could pass the ball. And that's what I like to play with, guys who pass the ball.
0: So we both appreciate the pass. And I agree that the pass, it hasn't been taken out of the game but it's not uh, as much of a factor in the game. I mean, as much as I hate the Lakers, Magic Johnson was a brilliant passer of the basketball. He was fun to watch, as was Larry Bird. So those two types of players... are we seeing them anymore? At least, yeah, Luca Donchis. <laughs> but I got to talk about
1: passing. Can I talk about passing? That's what you,
0: absolutely, right? You know, what, you pass a joint, you might as well a, pass a
1: basketball. What I was just going to say the <laughs> the thing about the thing about the is the social aspect of weed now. Mm. There's nobody passing joints Isn't like we used to pass in the sixties, right? And now it's almost individual with the vape pipes. You don't know what they're doing and and how much they're really t- ingesting. You don't know all the factors of what's in there. Right. No matter what they're telling you in there. I don't think it's any bad stuff. But it can't be all good stuff. But what you really miss is passing the joint. The right? socialization. The bo- don't bogart that joint. Don't
0: bogart that joint. I will tell you this. And I'm not going to name names. But I do know some college people who are over 21. Who are partaking in the enjoyment of cannabis and actually when i approach them on would you like some concentrate or would you like an edible they are more about no i like passing the joint i like Having flour that I can, and they smoke it, you know. And yeah, you know, I tried. You know, when you're 21, 22 years old, 23, you get your whole life in front of you, you still feel a little immortal, don't you? So you feel like, let's just go back to the way it was. I think I still have a roach clip.
1: I handed out somewhere, <laughs> man. I, like, like, I got those, those
0: scissors, right? You know what know, what no, man, no, man? you not have to tell me I know what a roach <laughs> clip is. They were the. um, Oh, God. They look like scissors. The, right, right, but, right. But,
1: no, but I'm talking about the big scissors the doctors use. I you know. I know. I know exactly. Right, exactly. The, clamps. Mean, they the, the, the clamps. clamps. They were the clamps. The clamp or the something. Clamps, right, right, right,
0: right. Oh, man, Dennis, we are dating ourselves. A couple of old guys talking no, about- No, it's all going to come back. It's, all, right. com, it's, it's all, all coming, coming back, back right? right? it's all coming back. But you do, uh, bottom line, you're pro-cannabis. You've seen the role it's played in your life. You've accepted the change at this point. Where do you think- Now, you've got two boys, Right. Uh, do you ever uh, when you're a parent of a child, it's so important to set parameters and boundaries on their behavior because the child's job is to push the limits that you set for them. I mean, that's just the nature of child bringing up and childbearing you just how it works parenting still the toughest job how did you approach that with your kids do you remember ever ta- sitting them down and talking to them and saying look this is what alcohol does to you this is what cigarette smoke will do for you this is what caffeine will do for you and this is what cannabis will do for you
1: did I ever have formal formal discussions? I, no, I don't think I, I. I really did. I mean, I think they just knew we weren't. We weren't big drinkers in the house. Yep. you know what I mean. Yeah, so it wasn't like we're doing this every time. Right. It wasn't like I was smoking joints in front of everybody. Right. Whatever. And you know, has it changed now? No, I. My boys. I have one son who actually is coming home this evening, and. Um, He's, uh, he's a PhD student, and uh, he has a very, very happy life right now in Houston, and um, he drank to the point where he, about three years ago, he just stopped. He said, I'm not drinking anymore.
0: Wow. That's not a bad thing to give up, was, by the way.
1: and Really, he just never had another beer. He liked beer, and mm-hmm. he, one day he came home. I think somebody, he was here for a holiday for Thanksgiving, and somebody drank him under the table. And the, he, you know. So the ego
0: got involved, you think?
1: Not the ego. I think that he was laying up, and he woke up in somebody else's couch and didn't know where he was. That's and never that, a good thing. And that was never a good thing. Right? Alcohol Drugging. can
0: beat the you know what out of you. Right. It really can.
1: And my younger son's 22, and you know, he's had experience with both uh, alcohol and cannabis. I mean, uh, you know, because it's legal now and mm-hmm. everything like that. But, you know, being in Needham or Wellesley or one of these other communities, the the great percentage. But I would talk to them and tell them, you know, you can't overdo it. You can't be driving. Moderation you know, is important. Moderation is yep. really what, the, what, what it's about. And, you know, and the being careful, mm-hmm. being in the type of situation. Like I always worried about, you know, he told me or one of them told me, you know, they'd be in a car And, you know, it was like the old days with Cheech and Chong movies when the cop would stop you and open the windows and all the smoke would blow out.
0: Up in Smoke was the movie, yeah. Right,
1: right. right. And they they would say now, like, well, as long as you're not drinking, the cops didn't really care. Yeah, they'd, you know, slap you on the hand, maybe take your weed or whatever it is. Right, no, actually,
0: what the police are doing, and by the way, tough job no doubt about it. They're actually educating when they find someone who is using now. They are just saying, look, I don't know if you are aware of the law. Right. And they give you what that law is. And because, first of all, the courts, they pretty much have said we don't want to deal with this anymore. This is not that much of a danger to society. They've accepted that. Um, granted, driving under the influence of any drug is not good. The Amazing, how many people... We talk about alcohol all the time because it's the easiest one to, A, know that the effect it's going to have on you. And, B, it's available on every street corner in America, in, in a liquor store, or right. in a bar, or a restaurant, or whatever. But you um, you know that it's going to um, affect your driving and your, your reflexes. But what happens? How do you judge and how do you know if someone's on Percocet? or on Vicodin, and they're behind the wheel of a car. You can't know. You can't know.
1: So it's education, and that's all it's about. It's Mm -hmm. about education. And when we were having these discussions three, four years ago, before I I went to the town meeting in Needham. Mm -hmm. This was one of the first marijuana meetings there. And they did it, unfortunately, they did it in the middle of summer. So, you know, they had about the... Um, sprinkling the lawns, and there were about fifty people there. And when the lawn sprinkling um, debate de- went over, uh, went over, you know, thirty half the people left, and there was left with just a few people. And you know, when I saw, I got up actually, good, and I said, you know, because they were talking about it was, uh, I don't know, town meet one not town meeting, but uh, whatever they call it's a it, a public hearing, public hearing, right? Yeah, <clears> and I said, you know, for for me, they should they should have put the for me, just for me alone, mm-hmm. they could have put the um, the dispensary right near the new hospital and uh, on Chestnut Street. Yeah, Chestnut Street. Yep. And as far as security, which they were talking about, you've got the police station right there. How much more is, right. uh, security can you have than the police station being right there? Um, and other people, they you know, they were really against. Not, against, I think they the
0: were, they don't. They didn't understand. understand. And they I don't. Said, it's education.
1: And I asked them all at the time. I said, anybody here of the six or seven people that were there, Slackman, do you have anybody have a cancer? And no one had cancer, so they couldn't even relate to, relate to where I, what I where, why I right. needed it. Right. And I said, it's not a street thing. No kids are going to be smoking out in the public parks here. Right. But if you need it for medicine, which at the time was the big discussion, mm-hmm. not recreational, mm-hmm. Why shouldn't it be available to all those old people who are going under the same type of treatments that I had? Cancer, coming home,
0: being so sick for a day or two. Right. Let's let's relieve the discomfort. Right, and that's what it, that's what medicine is for. Exactly. But it's the it's the self medication experience that is. Unfortunately, you have to go through it yourself. You have to experiment on your own to see how much you can take. You know, we talked about the edibles and, you know, 5 milligrams, 10 milligrams, 50 milligrams. I mean, your body, your endocannabinoid system that's in everybody that they finally discovered, we have this. They're just it's just waiting to be activated and everybody is different. So what you might find enjoyable for you would be way too much for someone else as opposed to. Um, you know, how, how am I going to find out? You got to try it. You got to, it's trial and error. Uh, but that's why the doctors
1: are, you know, a lot but of doctors uh,
0: won't even talk to you about it. They,
1: well, they don't understand it. Right. That's my point. But when I was in the hospital a second time, right, yeah. I had to promise them that I would not use medical marijuana while I was in the hospital. Once I left the hospital, I was on my own, but I actually almost had a, they almost shook me down one day. <laughs> Right. Oh, really? Yeah, Wait. the doctor came in and said, I heard you have medical marijuana. I said, oh, well, I gave it to my wife. And you know what I mean? And <laughs> I thought he was going to check my bag. I, <laughs> I said, You're not checking my bag. I told you. You know, my, my words, my bond here, you know. They, they, but this. Cons- but they don't understand. But right. I, I need to say this. Go ahead. But some of the doctors are getting a little bit, but the younger doctors, when you run into them, they're starting to read a little bit more about the CBD aspect right. of it. I, I-, gave,
0: I gave my doctor, my PCP, a five-page article on the benefits of CBD oil and how it can help others. You should have and- given him a bottle of CBD and say, check it out. This isn't, a- no. I'm not going to do that, but as much as I, I, I gave him the article to read. More importantly, because I want him to get educated, and right, it no, does come down to education. 100% comes down to trial yeah. and error, unfortunately, in your own world. But that's how it has to be now, and it's a whole new world, a whole new normal, as they're saying out there. Uh, Dennis Ozer, you and I could sit. We didn't. You know, I could sit here and talk about basketball and soccer and coaching and working with young and all that with you, but. I want to just thank you for You're coming welcome. in today. I
1: thank you, Jimmy. And we didn't drink our lemonade, man. We didn't Come drink on. our
0: Lemonata, but we'll hold it up at San Pellegrino, our San friends Pellegr- from Nestle Waters. This is good stuff, okay? And it won't get you high. It's just going to get you hydrated, which, by the way, as I found out last night, let's just say, hydration is very important. Whenever you go out and partake with any activity, whether it be an alcohol beverage, an adult beverage, or Cannabis. How about or yoga? Or yoga. Oh, my God. Totally in yoga. Total hydration. Hey, yay, aye, aye. Well, those are our words of wisdom here on In the Weeds. Uh, so I want to thank Dennis Jimmy, again for thank you coming so in much, today. Uh, a reminder once again that this program, In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, is available on com. Just go to the dashboard, click on the leaf in the uh, on their homepage, and you will find... The In the Weeds logo, click on that. You'll find our all of our stuff on cannabis there. The Cannabis Multimedia Network is now live. And you'll see some of the biggest names in cannabis that you can get links to and find out anything you want to know about education, about different strains, about where you can find it, where you can't find it, all that neat stuff, all the latest in the news, all is that available on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. And, as always, you can also... Find this podcast on iHeartRadio, on Stitcher, on iTunes. Please subscribe, share it, like it, and a video version is available on theweedtube.com. Just search in the weeds with jimmy young we are supported by the revolutionary clinics in cambridge and in somerville where the patient comes first now offering infused beverages at rev clinics and they always have the patient in mind first log on to revolutionaryclinics.org or visit their locations at 67 broadway in somerville or 110 Fawcett street in cambridge in the fresh pond area for our technical director steve helmuth our executive producer joyce gerber I'm Jimmy Young. We'll see you next time in next year on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. In the Weeds is a podcast produced at the studios of Little Park Media in Wellesley, Massachusetts for the listening enjoyment of our audience. None of the opinions or advice on this program should be considered medical advice or a substitute for seeing a certified medical marijuana practitioner or your local physician. All opinions and thoughts on this show do not necessarily represent the management of CLNS Media Group or Little Park Media.